centuries went by, the secret training of such animals was passed from the Greeks to the Roman legions. And it, it just we see a few horse descendants. I'm not going to go into all of that. The Lipizzana horses is one of those descendants. But to be meeked was to be taken from a state of wild rebellion, sound familiar? And made completely loyal to and dependent upon one's master. It is also to be taken from an atmosphere of fearfulness and made unflinching in the presence of danger. This is where we are going to, people. We need to get to that place where we are unflinching in the presence of danger. Some war horses would die from ravines into rivers in pursuit of their quarry. Some charged into the face of exploding cannons. As Lord Tennyson expressed in his poem, The Charge of the Light Brigade. These stallions became submissive, but never spineless. They embodied power under control, strength with forbearance. And when Paul speaks of the meekness and gentleness of Christ, he's describing this kind of obedience. Jesus did not suffer on the cross because he was a doormat, no. He went to pay a price that had to be paid for all of us, including you and me. He marched into hell to keep us away from it. And we too are called to demonstrate power under control. Through the Holy Spirit, we can forgive those who hurt us. We can withhold our spiteful replies. We can be the first to apologize. We can be a servant to others. We can be meek. When Jesus needed to confront sin, hypocrisy, or abuse, he did. He drove the money changers out of the temple. He told his prideful opponents, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire, John 8, 44. When Pilate reminded Jesus that he could have him crucified, Jesus replied that Pilate only had the authority that was given to him from above. All of those things took courage and control. Jesus demonstrated the spiritual discipline to face confrontation without using his power to do it in a sinful way. As watchmen, we have confrontation looming in our future. Someone at work, at school, at home, at church. How about just out there? All the different, I don't even have to mention what's going on in the world today. Our old nature may want to resort to that spitefulness, prideful put-downs, or the cruelty of shutting a person out of your life. But God calls you to be meek. He urges you to speak the truth in love and leave the consequences to him. We too are being trained for war, and Christ leads us forward to the battle to battle the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we go as those who charge into the face of danger when ordered to do so. When ordered to do so, let us be meek as war horses. So 
So I just want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just lift up my brothers and sisters. Father, we are going through an impossible time, an unprecedented time in the history of mankind, in the history of Christianity, in the history of the world. Father, we need your help. Help us, Jesus. Help us to see things the way you see them. Help us. Give us your eyes. Give us your heart. We cannot do this in our own strength. Father, help us to do what we see you do. Help us to prioritize that face-to-face -face time with you. Help us to want to know you more than we want to know about spiritual gifts and various, all these other things that are out there. Jesus, you are the greatest gift. And we just thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we did it. It is 20 minutes to four o'clock. I thought we'd be finished at quarter two. So that is amazing. That is amazing. Where is Fred? <laughs> He's right going to be. I'm right here. That was great. I've taken a lot of notes here. And I appreciate your going after uh, another aspect of what is a watchman and I've made a few notes here but i think the part of what you're going after is one of the things that you said that was really good is being a watchman is about looking out for one another and this is what we're this is what i think part of what we're trying to cultivate in the watch and and we have to be it has to be and i've said this before and i know you agree with this the watch has to be a safe place for the prophetic to operate, which means that the only way that you can, everybody's at a different stage in terms of their understanding and their development of the prophetic, but people have to be free to prophesy and to be able to make mistakes and not be judged for it, but grow with it. And that's part of being a watchman is about looking out for one another. The other thing that you, one another thing that you touched on was that the whole issue of being of offense and of being offended and that when somebody injures us or offends us our natural instinct is to react and we're we need to learn which is a great discipline and very difficult learn how to speak the truth in love and to not react and this is this is a task that all of us need help with help from the lord and but we if we can master that if we can be unoffendable we are it's going to increase our our authority and it's going to increase our anointing. And I think you, that's one of the things that you touched on the whole issue of the war horse and demonstrating power under control is very key. It's, it's what you're talking about is again, it's a huge discipline that we need to cultivate. It's not easy, but as watchmen, we're not called to easy things. And, and I really appreciate those points. Those are just a few of the points that I, that really struck me. I, do you want to, do you want to comment? On any of those things that I just said, do you have any further comments? No, not necessarily. Just one thing, though, is to get to a place of acceptance with one another. I don't know about you, but I have been bombarded with thoughts of competitiveness, of jealousy, and being provoked. And why am I thinking like that? Those are not my thoughts. I just pull them down. So. 
depending on what it is that you're doing, the enemy is going to come in with any kind of arrow. They are not yours. That is not who you are. We have the mind of Christ. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that is why it's so important to be in the word at the Africa Watch, on the Africa Watch on Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. I spoke about the importance of spending time in the unadulterated word of God. Teachings are great. Sermons. There's all these prophetic things and watchmen. There's just so much stuff out there. And you just go from one to the other. When I need to be filled up, the only thing that does that is the unadulterated word of God. I need the word. And as I mentioned, Izzy de Gazigny from Australia, she spoke about this. I love this. Pack a lunch. Every day, pack a lunch. Pack a lunch? Really? Two fish, five loaves. As you have the word, if you, as you have the bread of life, you're able to give it to others. But you don't realize how it multiplies when you go and share your two fishes and your loaves of bread. But it's so critical that we go face to face with our Lord, with our creator, with our sovereign, amazing God. He wants more of us. Hosea 6, 6, I don't want your offerings or your sacrifices. I want your love. God wants our heart above everything else. If we can get that in place, but every single day, there will be this distraction. The, I think one of the biggest attacks is on us having quiet time. Not, I'm not talking about quiet time and going into, I'm talking about a moment undisturbed to just go and be in the word, to be in worship, to just go and listen. What is God saying? Lord, what are you saying? What is on your heart, Lord? What is on your heart today? Amen. Amen. Shirley, in the time that we have left, maybe we could take a few comments and questions from people if they would raise their hands, maybe three or four people. And then I think we just need to pray for where, for our direction on the watch and, and where we're going, particularly with the prophetic. Does that, how does that sound to you? Sounds great. Okay. Great. Let's do that. You just need to, if you want to make a comment or you have a question, it needs to be very brief and just go ahead and raise your hand. Here's a good question. Here's yeah. a good question, actually. How do you, it's easy to go and talk about things that have happened. I'm sorry, but sometimes that is meaningless. I want to know how you overcame. What is in your tool belt? What is the strategy, the solution that you have if somebody is going through a tough time and you want to encourage them, yes, comfort or comfort my people. That's what a prophet does. Edification, exhortation, comfort. We are called to do that. Build up, build up, stir up, cheer up. That's what that is. But what strategy, that's all important. What strategy do you use? I don't want to hear about stuff. Seriously, there, there's a time for all of that. What do you do? How do you overcome? I don't want to know what you overcame. We all have war wounds and scars. We all have them. Every single one of us are carrying so much. What do you do? How do you overcome? What would you say to somebody right now who is 
facing a wall and they are at their wit's end. They're in a dark night of the soul. Yeah, amen. This is part of Hebrews 10, 24. How do we actually spur one another on towards love and good deeds? And it's not about being negative. It's about saying, hey, look, these things are happening. But here's it, here's a strategy that I used. Here's something that was helpful for me. It can be helpful for you too. We are we're constantly as watchmen called to to do that, to to speak the truth in love, but to to spur one another on towards love and good deeds, to be positive for with one another, to actually pray over one another, to prophesy over one another. This is just so vitally important because we all need this. We're all facing difficult circumstances and difficult situations. And this is why part of the reason why the call of the watchman is not in isolation. It is it is to be a community call. And, and so this is why we, part of the reason why we gather together and we're constantly wanting to sow into, um, into being encouraging one another and causing one another to rise to the fullness of everything that God has for each other. If we can, that, I believe that's part of preferring one another. If we can do that, we are really going to grow in leaps and bounds this year in the Global Watch. All right, so we have a question or a comment from Shirley and Bill. Go ahead and unmute yourselves. It's actually a comment. That was so rich, Shirley, thank you. But I would say my strategy has been, and I think it's been this way for a number of years as I've grown in the Lord, is to not just reflect on the places that he's brought me through, but sometimes the length of time that I'm in a particular place and how he has demonstrated his faithfulness. And that can be in really good and successful places, but it can also be in the most painful of places. And as somebody that has worked with grief counseling, I was a grief counselor. And it's so significant not to add grief upon grief, but hope. And so I just, the scripture is our anchor. So I love the point that you made about just spending time in the absolute pure scripture and let him speak to you for what he wants to say to you and then move on it or either marinate in it. So thank you. Amen. So good, Shirley. Thank you. Anybody else? We could have one or two more people. I would like to show you something. My son just brought from, he built a castle and he had watchmen on the wall. And there's two other watchmen or elders in the gate. And for this coming year, I wish you greater certainty in knowing where you where your place is on the watch. So you wouldn't be faced and firm. So you wouldn't be running back and forth just reacting on every disturbance in the wind but that you would actually know you, your appointed position that is so awesome uli that is so great that you have your kids doing that can you please take a picture of that or take a couple of pictures of that put it in the put it in the chat i'm uh, not in the chat in the in the signal groups i would love to have a piece of that good work good work Novakovas. Way to go. All right, let us go to Molly. Molly, go right ahead. 
thank you so much, Shelly, for sharing this because there is no real growth without this challenge. It is so important to have this. It's like sandpaper rubbing on us and this continual test is always testing the purity of our hearts and our walk with the Lord. And whenever offenses come, it's been over a period of time, the Lord trains us because to carry the glory of God within us, that sense of um, humility that Jesus showed, that meekness of the soul and the spirit is so important to, to learn and to imbibe. And one of the things, one of the strategies that the Lord's helped me with is to identify or discern whether the spirit of the person is speaking or the accuser is speaking through them. To discern that there's only one accuser of the brethren and to discern that is so important. And then it is a decision, I will not be offended. And if there is a situation where to check my own soul and say, God, is there anything that is offending me? Search my heart, O Lord, and see if there's any wicked way in me. Create in me a clean heart. And then to forgive. And then on top of that, to bless them. To really bless them and start praying for those people. Because they, I see, God has showed me to see Christ in them. See the gift that they are to the body of Christ and to value and honor the Christ in them. And that has really opened my eyes. I really, I would call that a real unveiling is to see Christ in them and honor the Christ in them, honor who he is in them, and then bless that, pray. And I found this is a great key. Buy them a gift and show them how valuable they are. And that has really helped me to overcome and bless people. And instead of what the enemy meant for evil and to turn them away, but to build and to strengthen and to uplift and to show them that they are valuable. It's really important. Thank you so much for sharing this. Wow, that's great, Molly. That is really awesome. I think that is a, this is, this hour is not for cowards. I'll tell you that. This is, the Lord is challenging us to go forward and to love our enemies, pray for those who persecute us. We're blessed them. We are not to, we're not to run from conflict, but we are to be able to, Lord's teaching us how to handle it in a godly way, not through offense, but through his love. And, and this is a challenge. And in fact, we can't, I think Molly, you would agree with this. It's impossible to do this without God's help. It's impossible to do this without his empowerment. We just, we just don't have it in, our, in, in ourselves to love people the way that God's called us to love them. So we're, it's, we're constantly having to be dependent on that. So anyways, thank you for that, Molly. Go ahead, Margaret. Thank you, Molly, for what you shared. And it reminded me of another big one when I was offended at God and that I was not even aware how I was offended of God, especially when prophetic voices spoke certain things and I was offended because they never happened. 
So for me, going or rather healing from that pain through the right prophetic has helped me enormously. It gave me back much hope and trust. Not that I didn't trust the Lord, but for I think there were moments when I was offended and it didn't help me. So I just want to say that because it could be a very hidden one. So thank you. Yes, hope. Yes, that's really important. Thank you, Margaret. Go ahead, Hillary. And then I think we're gonna we're gonna we're up on the end of the hour. And we'll go back to you, Shirley, after Hillary makes her comments for some final, just some final words. Go ahead, Hillary. Thank you. I didn't know whether to say it. Sometimes when it's just so heavy, the Lord just says, come out and play. And I just go down to the lake at the sunset and I look at his beauty, his glory, and I worship and I dance and I sing and I'm free. And you know what? It all just tumbles off. And I just see his a magnificent hugeness, the, the reflection of all the clouds and the beauty, the colours and the water. And it, I just somehow get in touch with eternity in my spirit. I just felt there's someone here that maybe you need to go play with Jesus. <laughs> and the other thing he just dropped into my heart this morning is Psalm 91. And we know it so well, but he just said, come and dwell with me. And it's this invitation, I believe, to all of us with this unveiling to come and dwell in his secret place. Yeah. Come and abide under the shelter of his wings. And he says, I am Jehovah Sabaoth. I am the captain of the host armies. I will protect you. I will fight for you. And I've just been pondering on that all day. And it's awesome. So I just hope that can be a blessing. Amen. That's so good. Thank you, Hillary. That's a great strategy. All right. We're going to go back to you, Shirley, for some final comments. And then we're going to, we're going to, the, the India watch is coming up. So we're not going to, we're not going to close off the call. We're going to just move it over to Randy into the India watch. So anyways, Shirley, go ahead and give us some final comments and then we will, we'll close out of this hour in prayer. So the question I have for you is, are you meek? Are you submitting your intelligence, your strength, your power, all of your talents, your gifts, and your weaknesses to do the will of your heavenly father? Clarity on meekness is doing the will of our father. Amen. Amen. So good. Let us go to the world-renowned Hannah from Canada. Hannah, would you clo please close us off in prayer, and then we'll go right into the India Watch. But before you do, I just want to thank everybody for being on this call. We just thank you, Shirley. We are There's much to chew on here. And uh, this one hour, we could have had probably three or four hours on different themes that you covered on. And we're looking forward to more. So we thank you, and we bless you in his name. Go ahead, Hannah. 
Yeah, we're so thankful, Shirley. I know a lot of prophets, but they don't often carry a teaching mantle like you do. And when you put them together, I think sometimes the prophetic is a bit of a mystery to people and especially how to walk in it. And I just love how you unpack it. Your teaching skills are amazing. So Father, we just pray increase over Shirley's ability to share everything that you've placed within her, Father, all that you have taught her she's beginning to share with us and again this is how we grow and we so value our sister father we just speak blessing of increase and increase of capacity lord i'm beginning to see and discern that there's gift mixes and sometimes we just look at the one that presents the most strongly and miss what undergirds it. And the most important thing, Father, is her character. So Father, what we see, we love. And we just want to express our love to her and cover her today and lock shields around she and Cobus, Lord. We value them both. Amen. And all God's people said, Amen. Everybody, thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Bless you. Bye. Bless you, India. Bye. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Returning it over to you. Yeah, thank you so much. And what a blessing every time when we come to India Watch, we get the blessings of the previous watch. And thank you so much, Shirley, for what you have taught us today to get into the individual call as a watchman. It's so rich. So we're carrying it over to the India Watch. Feel free to stay back if you like to, but just everybody just come together. And I hand over to Rosemary today, who will lead in worship. We are going to focus on worship and prayer today. And we are going to see how we can pray unveiling our individual call being a part of India Watch. Over to you, Rosemary. Thank you, Rin. Everybody, welcome to the India Watch. Today, before we go on to a time of worship, I just thought I would like to read us from Psalm 95. It says here, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all.